0: Hi everybody! So this is really exciting. We are here to talk about the summer movie, 2017 summer movie season. We did a me and my friend David did a summer movie preview. So now we're doing the summer movie uh, sort of recap or or uh, or assessment, and uh, so it should be a lot of fun. And so, David, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, I'm David. Um... I am a, a big movie fan. I host or I, I'm, I'm the uh, admin for a uh, group on Facebook uh, film freaks. Um, I don't know what else you need to know about me. <laughs> cool.
0: Yeah. Um, so, okay. So we, we had like, I think 25 films that we talked about in our preview. So we're going to go through and talk about uh, what our thoughts were. Uh, if I think, Probably one of us or both of us saw almost all of these films, so we're gonna we're gonna give it a smile worthy or a frown worthy, and uh, and so uh, you know sort of like thumbs up, thumbs down, what we thought. And so we're starting out May fifth. Uh, it was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Uh, what did what did you think about uh, Guardians Two?
1: Okay, um, when I left the theaters. I was debating—is this my favorite movie of the year so far? It left a really strong impression on me. Um, now that three plus months have passed, I don't really remember the movie as well. Yeah, uh, which isn't a great sign for me. So, like, I have an ongoing list uh, that I keep for like my yearly movie ranks, and I've had to drop it down a few spots. Like every like every month, I've probably dropped it a little bit further just yeah. because it hasn't left a, a lasting impression on me. I do remember loving baby Groot. Um, But really, that's like the biggest thing that's saying, oh, I liked Mantis as well a lot. Mm -hmm. Those were the two things that really stood out to me and had a lasting impression. I'm looking forward to watching it again because I'm sure I'll fall in love with it again. But as far as something that's going to leave a strong, lasting impression, it didn't do that.
0: Yep, yeah. I, I was actually pretty disappointed in this movie. I, it's not awful. It's not like you're going to be miserable watching it, but I, I guess maybe I had really high expectations cause I really liked the original and I just thought that they made such a poor decision in breaking up the team dynamic that you had in the first movie uh which had been so well developed and and I found because they split up the team that I ended up feeling kind of annoyed at the different characters and sort of like where they all sort of balanced each other out uh in the in the first one now I it was like there was a whole lot of Drax for a while and then you'd leave him and then you'd be with Rocket for a while and I just found myself getting more annoyed with the characters than uh I I should have been I guess and I just thought that Ego was a total miss I really didn't like it and, uh, so, and I, I thought the nebula was that whole nebula and Gamora plotline was, didn't work for me. I thought she totally overcooked it, you know, with like, the, ah, I'm going to get you, you know, kind of thing. And uh, I don't know, I was disappointed in it. So I actually would give that a frown and not a smile. I, oh, that's, wow. okay. that's my biggest disappointment of, of the summer. It's again, not awful, but I didn't think it was good either.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, um, I see where you're coming from. I definitely wouldn't give it a frown. But just based on my expectations, I think it has left a little bit to be desired. I see what you mean about the Gam- Gamora-Nebula plot. I thought yeah. that there was even some inconsistency because in the first movie, you had Nebula telling Gamora, you're my favorite sister. And then in this one, she has so much resentment from from like uh, favoritism that she had. Yeah. And it's like, this doesn't really gel with the first movie so much
0: well yeah and um, the Yandu plot was good but there was inconsistencies there also because right. uh, you know he he obviously tries to kill peter like in the original film and it yeah. happened, so it didn't quite make sense and uh so yeah uh it's one that i i came out of the theater being like mm. and i you know sort of the more i thought about it the more sort of sour i felt about it and uh i don't know so that's definitely my biggest disappointment of the year. It's really the first Marvel movie that has kind of let me down like that. I've, I, I, there's some I've liked less than others, but this is the first one that, I don't know. I've, I, like, I feel like everybody has their Marvel bubble burst eventually. And <laughs> I guess this yeah. was mine. Uh, so anyway. Yeah,
1: mine was a while ago. Iron Man 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I actually, I have an ongoing list of my, uh, movies. Rankings for the year, which I okay. just mentioned. Um, yeah, please. So if you don't mind, I'll I'll go ahead and tell you where I've put some of these please, movies yeah. as we talk. About them. Let's yeah. Do so this one, initially, I put it at number two when I left the movie theaters. Keep in mind there were other movies that came out after that that I put sure. up high as well. But this has dropped down to nine for me. Okay. Um. Out of out of forty four movies that and I've seen this year.
0: Okay, for the whole year then. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, and then we had May 12th was King Arthur Legend of oh, the Sword.
1: Smiley by the way. Smiley. I was like, not- okay,
0: good. Um so the King Arthur Legend of the Sword was the next release and I did you see this? I saw it.
1: Okay, I couldn't bring myself to see it. <laughs> uh, I talked about it last time that this is not something that interested me. So oh. uh, thank you for suffering this for for both of us.
0: Yes, it was awful. Frown worthy all the way. It was just like, it was as if Guy Ritchie just said, I'm going to like throw everything at the screen. I mean, there was just, it was just exhausting and it wasn't fun to me. Uh It just looked really, it looked like a video game, I thought. And the first 20 minutes weren't, were pretty okay. I thought, oh, maybe they're doing something interesting, but I don't know. It just was so stupid and so badly written and so it just, it just was bad. It was really, really, really bad. And, uh, so, uh, yeah. And, and, um, what's his name? Um, I can't think of his name. All of a sudden, Jew law totally hamming it up, but it wasn't, it wasn't fun to me. Uh, and I don't know, there's this whole scene with this giant snake that like was, just, <laughs> I don't know. It didn't work. It just was bad. So yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, they made me really nervous about Aladdin yeah. And uh, it 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 reminded me of Warcraft. It wasn't quite as boring as Warcraft was, uh, but it just frustrates me because it's like the story of King Arthur has been compelling for generations. You know, it's like suddenly we're too good to to have like we have to be throwing giant snakes and and uh, and weird octopus women and. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like why can't we just have a King Arthur story? Like anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, we got a couple bad King Arthur stories this summer, which was strange. But anyway, so then you had that same day you had Snatched Open. I think you saw this.
1: Yes, I saw. I I was the one who took this for the team. Um, <laughs> I had high expectations for Snatched. Uh, I like Amy Schumer. I like her comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was disappointed with it. It it felt pretty formulaic. It felt uh, predictable and it definitely did not leave a lasting impression on me um i won't i won't say i didn't like it like i enjoyed it enough while i was in the theater um but it's definitely been one of the weaker spots for me this summer which surprised me um uh but yeah i i'll tell you where i had this ranked for the year mm-hmm. i have it at 30 out of 44 so, so pretty that's awesome. like a high c for me um, but still, I think Amy Schumer is capable of better. Um,
0: it's disappointing with Goldie Hawn coming back after 15 years. Do you think that she would pick a better, a better script, better role?
1: You would, um, and I think I think part of her draw was Amy Schumer. She has like ch- charisma that a lot of actresses and actors are drawn to her and really like her as a person. So I bet that had something to do with. Her coming out of retirement, I guess you could say, for this film.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah,
1: it was a letdown. Um, even Goldie Hawn, her her character was, it was too one-dimensional for me. Mm-hmm. She was like the appeasing mother the whole film, and and trying to sacrifice everything for her daughter, like even though her daughter was not appreciating it. Um, so yeah, I I feel. I feel like I can't give it a frown because it's not awful. I'm being hard on it. Um I'm being hard on it because I was disappointed. But I would give it like is there anything in between a smiley and a frown here? I, uh, dare I dare I uh say
0: meh like a meh All <laughs> the right.
1: emoji movie? No. Um,
0: we can have a meh if you want. Uh okay. but um but yeah, it sounds like it's more on the uh the side of the thumbs down kind of uh yeah. Yeah,
1: I'll go ahead and give it a frown just to okay. keep it uh binary here
0: <laughs> all right sounds good okay so may 19th we had alien Covenant. i did not see this uh what did you think oh. of? did you see Alien yeah, i did
1: see it yeah um i saw it. i was uh not super optimistic for this because i i haven't seen a lot of the alien franchise i did see prometheus which it bored me it didn't uh it didn't really work for me mm-hmm. um but i actually did enjoy this it had its issues
0: no, it's pretty divisive.
1: Um, yeah, um, it's it uh, got into the action pretty quickly, which I appreciated. Um, it had an interesting concept. It felt a bit like a Riddick movie. I don't know if you've seen any of those.
0: I know of them, but I haven't seen them.
1: Yeah, it, it felt like a better version of them to me. Mm. So I can appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I I think I would I would give it a smiley. Okay. Um, It worked for me. I'm not like itching to see it again, but I would watch it again. I'll definitely buy it again. But I buy everything, so right, okay. That's not saying a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'll tell you where this place for me is twenty five. So it's only five spots higher than Snatch for me.
0: Interesting. Um, Okay. So but
1: it's it's definitely I I thought I would like Snatch a lot better. So right, okay. Expectation has a lot to do with it. Um, So yeah, it's a solid B for me.
0: Okay. Uh Then I had d- uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid: The Long Haul, which I did see. I, I guess I took I that bullet. <laughs> well, it was really, it was really bad. It, it, uh, it wasn't. F- they had a couple funny moments, but for the most part, it was just a lot of toilet humor. And I've never seen any of the other Wimpy Kid movies, so I have no attachment to the series. But uh, it, it, I could see maybe small kids. You know, laughing at some of the stuff, but uh, it's certainly, I couldn't, I couldn't recommend it. Okay. Brown movie.
1: Hey, I didn't see it. I saw the first two Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies. um, So I don't have a lot of like attachment to this franchise. I I did find it odd. I drove by um, our local movie uh, rental place the other day and it, they were always promoting what new releases they have. And they, it's a Diary Mm -hmm. of a Wimpy Kid 4. And I'm like, oh, this isn't really Diary of a Wimpy Kid four, is it? It's like a it's almost reboot. like
0: a re- yeah, it's almost like a reboot. Yeah, so I thought they didn't was... have any choice because the kids are very exactly.
1: old. Exactly. So
0: what are you gonna do? I think the kids in the original movie are like 18. Probably. So, um, I don't know. It just was a, a just a little. It would have been okay if it was like a Disney Channel original movie. That's kind of yeah. where it was at. It wasn't really a a, a feature film. Uh yeah. but and then we had that same weekend, Everything, Everything. Uh I actually really liked this one. I thought it was for what it you kind of have to look sometimes in movies is what is it trying to be and does it achieve it being that? And this is a teen romance and uh, and I think it achieves it being a satisfying teen romance. The the chemistry was really good. I thought they used some creative touches because she's obviously in this house, he's outside of the house. And so they're communicating via text message, and that could be really boring. But the way they did it was actually pretty creative, I thought. And they had good chemistry together as a couple, which to me in a romance is like ninety percent of the battle. Uh, if <laughs> if uh, if they have good chemistry, then it just makes everything. It does get really pretty silly towards the end, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a solid little uh, romantic movie.
1: Okay, so yeah, I didn't see this, but I. I will buy it eventually. Um, and I do look forward to seeing it. It's not like one that I was clamoring to see, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that makes me more optimistic to see it after. Yeah. And they,
0: they didn't, there were a couple of places where I thought they could have gone into like total Nicholas Sparks scene melodrama and they held back a little bit, which I appreciated. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: so that was good. And I, I just really liked the lead couple that, that to me made a difference and they just, they're just very creative about how they stage these conversations so anyway so i think it was a success i'd give it a smile so finally out of all <laughs> i'd give it a smile um okay then may 26th, we had baywatch did you see that i did not me either
1: okay we have our first one that needed <laughs> uh, yeah it just got eviscerated with its reviews so i was already not very intrigued by it so that just right pushed it over the edge for me so
0: yeah it, especially when I heard about how vulgar it was that wasn't gonna be something I was gonna see uh, it's a shame because I think that there, you could have done something something funny like you could have done a, a sort of a parody style thing I think with with good writing uh, it just it sounds like it sounds like it was just really really bad so
1: yep. well
0: um I don't know I
1: would have given it browns
0: <laughs> yes I'm sure <laughs> Okay, um, that same weekend you had Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man, Tell No Tales. Um, so I actually surprisingly give this a smile because I thought it was solid, adequate blockbuster. Like, I, I did not like the second one. I did not like the third one. Uh, I, The fourth one is okay, but it feels more like an Indiana Jones movie, I think, than a Pirates movie. And this, I, it has lots of problems, but I, I would just be, like, right on the edge of being, like, just entertaining enough. Like, some of the action set pieces were, I thought, fun enough. <laughs> and the, uh, the it, it does drag in the last 45 minutes. I think that Johnny Depp is too, he's he's plays Jack too drunk. Like, he's usually, he usually is kind of drunk, but he's usually still sort of smart and he's, he's just a little bit too out of it. I Some of the stuff where they were trying to get you to feel emotion didn't really work. Some of the special effects look better than other special effects. I think the attempt to try to kind of bring it back to Will Turner, I don't think that really worked, and Elizabeth Swan. So there were problems, but there were just enough, just barely, I would barely give it, it got a C-plus for me. I'd barely give it a mild uh, smile.
1: Yeah, um, I'm on the same page as you. I'm... Here's what I'm going to do. Snatched is the barometer for me for what uh, a smile and a frown. Okay. Anything that I ranked above it, I'll give a smile. Anything below it is a frown. All right. So this ranked above it, I, I put this at 28 for the year, so I'm going to give it a smile, but it's a weak smile because yeah. it's a lot like Guardians. It didn't leave a lasting impression on me. I I can visualize that uh, the ending with the uh, way, I won't go, I won't spoil too much, but there's the ocean kind of parting yeah. like i can visualize that well i can't remember a lot else about the movie i did like it um i, I definitely have a better sentiment about it than the uh, the, the fourth movie
0: oh yeah I,
1: yeah um the that. fourth movie um so yeah it it was pretty good it i felt like uh there were some surprises that they gave away too quickly either through trailers or oh yeah through the movie just making them a little too obvious um, so that was a little disappointing but overall yeah i did like it and i need to watch it again mm-hmm. but
0: i think it was saved a little bit by low expectations like it, i had yeah. very low expectations going into oh, it and it was better than i thought it was going to be but i did like that guillotine scene that was probably my favorite scene right. of the movie that was pretty fun
1: so i forgot about that as well. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> um, it was certainly no, like I was worried that it was going to be this year's Alice through the Looking Glass, and it certainly was not mm-hmm. anywhere near that. So that's good. Um, but I wish that they weren't making any more. We don't need any more Pirates no, we movies. We really don't. We really don't. So, okay. Uh, so then we had June 2nd, we had Captain Underpants, and this was a huge surprise for me. I thought that it was a really. I, I, I really liked it. It's 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 probably my favorite mainstream animated film of the year, which isn't saying much because this year has sucked. But uh, um, but I don't know. I thought it was so creative. All the different animation techniques that they used. How it go to two D, and then you'd have sections in the comic book, and then you'd have that flip. They had that flipogram section, and uh, and then there was the sock puppets, and I don't know. I just thought it continually was really surprising and inventive, and I thought it was funny. It made me laugh, and so I actually really enjoyed it. A definite smile for me, for Captain Underpants.
1: Okay, yeah, I haven't seen this one. Um, I'm surprised that it's your favorite animated movie, but then again, I can't say anything since I haven't seen it, but I just think of the Lego Batman movie. The Um, Lego
0: Batman would be my second favorite, but I found with Lego Batman, when I rewatched it, I don't know, it's one of those, you know, some comedies, like, the jokes you can hear them over and over and over again, and they still make you laugh. Right. For some reason, the second time I watched it, it just wasn't as funny as the first time I watched it. And I, I don't know, it just I it ended up going down just a few pegs. I still have it in my top twenty of the year. I still really like it, but um, but I don't know. I just I just thought that Captain Anderson was so inventive and surprising with the animation, so that's why I would give it okay a little bit of an edge. Well,
1: good. That makes me look forward to checking it out eventually. Yeah.
0: And it's really cool, too, because, I mean, as an animation fan, because DreamWorks only spent, like, I think it was $38 million on it, which for an animated film is super cheap, especially from DreamWorks. And uh, so it's kind of exciting. I feel like I hope that they continue to kind of go in this more sort of independent route. Uh, I mean, it didn't do all that well, so maybe they won't. But uh, (laughs) I feel like it gives them a little bit more room to take risks and... Uh and uh, things. So I certainly liked it a million times better than the boss baby uh from DreamWorks this year. So, uh, but of course the boss baby makes all the money. So what right. do I know? What do I know? Uh, but yeah, definite smile worthy. I really enjoyed it. And so, but then June 2nd was uh, all, it was a big weekend. I think it's part of the reason why Captain Underpants didn't do as well as it could have, because it opened the same weekend as Wonder Woman. And I loved wonder woman i love Woman. i've seen it four times in the theater wow. i loved it i really i just connected with her character so much and i i i was the first three times i saw it i'm not exaggerating i was bawling by the end like for some reason it just like and i'm an easy cry it's easy to make me cry in a movie but but not that much i can't think of uh i don't know it just for some reason, I connected emotionally with her character, and like I just found it so moving. This idea of this sort of godlike character, sort of coming to understand human frailty and and how horrible we are sometimes to each other, and and when she sort of understands this and understanding war, I thought that was so moving. And and I just I loved Chris Pine and Gal Gadot together. I thought they were so great. I loved like the No Man's Land sequence. Just was so exciting for me i it it really honestly might be my favorite comic book movie I've ever seen. I loved it it's definitely in my top three for sure there's no doubt about it uh, okay. but um anyway, so it just really worked for me and I
1: really loved it okay so how does it rank for you for the year then it's my second favorite of the year okay good I'm having like hope that we might have the same favorite for the year but I'm not sure
0: no my so my, my favorite is indie so
1: okay, then I guess <laughs> but, oh, so,
0: it's my favorite mainstream of the year okay uh, is uh is Wonder Woman
1: so. okay well don't don't hate me, I put it at eleven, which eleven okay. is good that's yeah. a territory for me um I, <laughs> yeah i really I really enjoyed it. um, I've been rooting for d c to have some success with their new universe, so I'm happy it's finally coming together, hopefully, fingers crossed um yeah, it was a lot of fun. She was such a rootable character, yeah. I I don't know if it was, like, she had this naivete, but she was also so, like, intelligent and well-versed and, like, everything. Like, she she was so book book smart. So it was just a really endearing combination that made you root for her in a way that we haven't been able to root for the other DC um, heroes. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Wonder Woman herself was by far the best part of the movie, which is what you want from a movie when it's called Wonder Woman.
0: And and I Um, get that it has some wonky CGI and it does kind of lose itself a little bit in the last act, but I don't know. I was just so invested that I didn't care. Right.
1: Yeah. I would say the ensemble was not, I mean, I like the ensemble that Mm. she had around her. They were not as compelling as a lot of the ensembles that we see in these type of movies. So I think that kind of brought it down slightly for me. Okay. Uh, they felt like they were shoehorned in there as just other, other characters that we could, uh, just experience and, uh, see different dynamics from. So it didn't completely work for me, mm-hmm. uh, but that is a nitpick because I really did enjoy it. Um, yeah. I thought there were some pretty int- interesting twists and turns with the movie. So I was definitely very pleased with it.
0: First this is our first, uh, both smile. Smile or double smile. Yay. We did it. <laughs> okay. So then we had June 9th. We had The Mummy. And I I, I finally saw this, uh, it, like, in July. I, I didn't see it when it first came out. Uh, but uh, I didn't think it was as awful as, like, some people were saying, that it was just, like, horrible. I thought it had some fun action set pieces. It It had some, I thought that Sofia Batella was pretty good as the mummy, but I thought that the whole attempt to try it into the dark universe was a mess. I I did not like Russell Crowe in this. I didn't think he was good. And I thought that Tom Cruise was miscast. I hated the, uh, the, the, uh, buddy comic relief guy that, you know, gets mummified. Oh right. Hated him. He was Spoilers. horrible. <laughs> like, I he was awful. I thought he was just awful. And uh it it's not a good movie, but I did I guess I just didn't think it was like horrible, like some people were saying. I mean it's definitely I would give it a frown worthy, but um but it had some entertaining stuff.
1: Yeah, this is a C as well for me, so uh I would give this a frown. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if it was better or worse than I expected because I was so mixed. Uh, this is a universe that I'm rooting for because I grew up watching the old uh universal horror films.
0: Yeah.
1: Back in the day. But um so I was really hoping that this is a franchise that I would really enjoy. Uh it was it was disappointing for me, but once I saw reviews I was like, eh, it's probably Oh, not and the eat-
0: girl, she was terrible.
1: No, she was she she didn't have any sort of appeal. She's no. a generic pretty girl, um, with no charisma. Yeah. So i didn't feel any attachment to her. I agree with the sidekick um i can't remember his name. I just know he's Nick from uh, he was very annoying he's Nick from New Girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i I thought that what they did with him early on in the movie was interesting, like I didn't expect for him to have the fate he did, but for him to keep showing up that's what I didn't like, yeah, uh, I thought it was cheesy. I thought there was a lot cheesy about it. Um, I actually did kind of enjoy Russell Crowe's character. I'm not a big Russell Crowe fan. I think Le Miz kind of turned me off from him.
0: I uh, know, I know.
1: But yeah. um, I, liked, I liked the idea. Is it a spoiler to say his character, who he is? I don't, know.
0: Uh, I don't think so. They made it pretty obvious in the trailer, okay. I feel like.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I didn't... I guess I hadn't paid attention to the trailers well enough because I didn't really know what character he was, but he's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that they brought that character in there personally, which I get why it doesn't work for everybody.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just so disappointing because like you say, the the original Universal monster movies are so fun and this was not scary at all. Like it had some gruesome moments, I guess. And I thought the Sophia Patella was pretty, pretty good. She just has, she has such charisma, but I don't know. It just, I felt like why not make a scary movie? Why not make a, you know, like more of a horror movie? Uh, Why? I don't know. It just seems like a missed opportunity. So.
1: Yeah. And there is another thing that I have an issue with and it is a spoiler, but I think I want to address it. So if you you don't want to hear it, like skip ahead. (laughs) I, I was really excited that the mummy was played by a woman. I thought that was, Creative, but it turns out that that's not who the mummy is. Right. Like in the DC or in the DC universe the uh, Marvel or
0: Dark Universe. The Universal the...
1: Monster. Yeah, the Dark Universe, yeah. It it I mean Tom Cruise is the mummy, which it, I it thought just that's really
0: weird. It just doesn't fit. It's just not a good fit for Tom Cruise. I don't know. He's just too I don't know. I just it was just wasn't good casting. They should have picked somebody no. that's like a little you know, somebody would have been perfect as someone like Killian Murphy, you know, like mm-hmm. someone that's like with yeah. a little bit of weirdness and darkness to him, like in his, I think someone like that would have worked much better.
1: Yeah. And and I think, I think they should have gone with somebody like younger. It feels like the monsters that they're building here are all guys that are in their fifties. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, because so... Johnny Depp is right. in it and... So I forget. There's another one. I for- oh, is it uh, Benicio Del Toro? I think he's Frankenstein's monster.
0: I think I remember hearing that. Yeah.
1: yeah. So Angela- it's, it doesn't feel like, okay, how long is this franchise going to last? I mean, it probably won't last very long considering the reviews and how well that did. But um, you would think that casting younger would help as yeah. well. I don't know. That's just my opinion.
0: Agreed. Okay. So yeah, that was disappointment. Um, and I was very disappointed because I put it in my, uh, my box office predictions. I put the mummy. And um, that was, it was very stupid of me. Um, okay. So <laughs> June 16th, cars three. And I actually, I actually liked this better than I thought I was going to. And I liked it. Uh, I liked it even more the second time I saw it because I did a, we did a pod, a podcast on it. So I saw it twice and i I really liked I mean it's beautiful, of course, it's a Pixar movie. Um, but I really liked the storyline with Cruz and and I particularly the the idea of sort of you may not be specifically discriminated against in life, but there are certain things that you're just sort of taught you can't do. You can't, you just can't, it's not even an option. And I I really liked how they kind of took that on. And, and I, I, when uh, she finally is kind of forced by her friends to, to actually race, uh, I thought it was actually pretty moving. And I loved Jackson storm. He says uh, to her, he says, how long do you think you can play dress up? And I think that that's a, a sentiment that a lot of women can really relate to uh that how long do you think you can sort of play with the big guys, you know, whatever it is your career you're trying to do or goal you're trying to do. And you sort of feel like you're kind of playing a part a little bit that you don't like really belong. And I, I, I don't know I just, I thought that was such a brilliant line and I, uh, it's not like a, it's not certainly a top 10 Pixar movie or anything like that, but I just thought that was really good. And I, I, I enjoyed like the, a lot of the sequences, there's definitely a sequence uh, section that gets kind of boring, but I thought the, um, the demolition derby was fun, uh, sequence. Uh, and I liked the music. So overall I enjoyed, it'd be a smile for cars three for me.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, just based on what I said before, anything below snatch for me, I'm giving a frown. So this is going to get a frown for me, okay. but just barely, I had this at 33 for the year. Um, I did enjoy it. It was better than I thought it would be. Um, but I think Cars 2, Cars 2 I just really am not a fan of. So that tainted my expectations. So it was great that this surpassed my expectations. Um, but still overall I don't think it's one of the stronger movies I've seen this summer. Uh, I thought it was extremely predictable the route that it was going. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the case for everybody but pretty much the entire direction of the movie. I, I kind of figured out 30 minutes into it.
0: Okay.
1: And I appreciated what, what story it brought. I thought it was a, a very important story for kids to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't completely work for me. I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and I really liked this new character cruise and I liked that it wasn't major overload like Cars two. Yeah. They uh, use it
0: very judiciously. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I would, I would definitely watch it again. It just, mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah, I can it, see that. I, I can see that. Like I said, it, it did have some parts that were kind of boring for me. Okay. Uh, but, um, but I don't know. I just really, to me, that was the unpredictable part was was with Cruz's character and, and kind of what they did. But, but, uh, but yeah, it definitely follows a certain sort of sports movie formula.
1: For sure. Right. Right.
0: So, um, okay. So then also that weekend you had Rough Night. Did you see this? I did. What'd you think?
1: Um, Well, this was, we had the three raunchy women ensemble movies coming out this summer. Yeah. This was the one I was least optimistic about, um, but it, it far surpassed my expectations. Oh, interesting. We had a group of, yeah, yeah. We had a group of us, we were sitting on the top row and all of us were just cracking up throughout the whole movie. It was, it was very funny for me. Um, Let me tell you where I put that twelve, I put it right below Wonder Woman. So it's a low A for me. Um yeah, I I thought that the 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 various characters, they worked very well together. They played off each other well. I don't remember how well this did on Rotten Tomatoes. It didn't do very good. Top of your head. I feel like it, Yeah, I didn't think it did well. So I, I maybe that also added to my lower expectations and me just uh being very pleased with what I saw. Um uh, yeah, 40, it, it had, uh, 40, 48%. So I guess 48, okay. half and half. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was in the positive. half. And, I mean, not that I'm a rotten tomatoes critic, right? But, um, yeah, I would definitely recommend it for people who don't mind that kind of comedy. I wouldn't recommend it to Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Fair enough. Uh, did you see all eyes on me? I didn't. Yeah. Me either. So we both skipped yeah. that. It just got really bad reviews. So, okay, moving on then. Uh, So June 23rd, we had Transformers of the Last night, And, uh, yeah, it made me literally nauseous for the whole rest of the evening. Uh, It uh, it was – it's so frustrating because it had the potential, I think, to be just, like, zany, ridiculous nonsense and fun in that regard uh, because you have all of these – elements and all you know you have King Arthur this is the second bad King Arthur movie but you've got sort of King Arthur and you got Merlin and you've got Winston Churchill and you've got well it didn't end up being Winston Churchill but I think they made that change last minute but anyway and you've got all this stuff going in there it could have been just silly and ridiculous and fun on that level but it really wasn't and it was just so like frustratingly made the way that the 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 screen kept zooming in and out in and out in and out and so you're like Oh, I'm gonna be sick and the way that the, the action was was just like to me it was nauseating and I mean I went with my friend to this like super fancy theater <laughs> and where they like brought you food and stuff and so like I, I I said like if I didn't enjoy it even in like the absolute best of circumstances that you could possibly see a movie in then that's that's uh, saying something uh, I don't think it's as bad as four or two, but I would put it as my third third favorite i'd rank it as the third best (laughs) transformers movies which is like ranking yeah Uh, but yeah i don't know so brown for me
1: yeah I, i haven't seen this so this is the first one since the first movie that i haven't Seen in the theaters, uh, yeah. I watched two, three, four in the theaters, which I don't know why because I've never really enjoyed these movies.
0: <laughs> well, they, the trailers have always been pretty good, and you think, oh, this will be the one, where they'll figure it out, and they'll, they'll, uh, yeah. it'll be something entertaining, and, and, uh, but this, the trailers weren't good, and it wasn't good. And I think it'll be better on home screen because, like I said, it just made me sick on the big screen. Uh, so yeah, it's one of my worst of the year. It's really bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I- Not surprised. The movie, if the movie almost makes me throw up, then that's bad. <laughs> that's a bad sign. It would just-
1: Yeah.
0: Ugh. But anyway, too long also. At least it wasn't as long as the fourth one, thank goodness. Uh, but the female character was horrible. The dialogue is horrible. It makes no sense. The plot is awful. It just, yeah. It just wasn't fun and it should have been fun.
1: So yeah, it looked based on the trailer, it, it looked like it was taking itself way too seriously. So I didn't know if that would be the case.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it had, like, a million plots, plot points. You could tell that they had this writer's room, and they had, like, all of these ideas, and they just, like, put them all into one movie, because you got, like, the little girl, and you've got, uh, that's in there, like, for, like, two segments, and then, you know, see her again, and you've got, like, I don't know, all, you've got the Merlin stuff, and you've got all of this stuff, and... Uh, it's just a mess. So too bad. Uh, I, I don't think – I hope that – because we're going to get a Bumblebee movie uh, from Travis Knight, who did Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, and really? uh, And let's maybe now that it's out of Michael Bay's hands and with somebody who's sort of creative, that maybe we'll get something good. Who knows? Okay. Uh, so – and there was way too little fighting Nazis. Like, that should have been fun. Like, Transformers <laughs> fighting Nazis should have been fun. Oh, oh well. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, June 30th, we had to got with Me 3. This would be... <sighs> um, it's right on the edge. I'm not a big fan of this franchise in general. Um, I, I have to give it a frown worthy, but I didn't hate it. <laughs> So this would probably be my meh one. Um, It's way better than Minions, and I think it's probably better than Despicable Me Uh, 2. I liked the villain. He was pretty funny. Um, I thought that they had a couple gags that made me laugh. I liked this idea of the Kristen Wiig character trying to figure out how to be a mom and kind of exploring things. That was pretty good. So there was some good stuff, but I did not like Drew and grew. I didn't like that at all. That whole plot was horrible and very annoying. And that's like the major plot. So, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I see where you're coming from. I put this at 27 for the year, so I'll give it a smile, but it's a weak one. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was one where I actually dozed off a little bit in the theater, which I don't always blame the movie for that. I usually am. Uh, I usually go to movies on Tuesdays after I've worked the full day and I, and I'm often tired, <laughs> so I yeah. think that was the case with this. I did enjoy it. I thought the kids were cute as always. I like the minions, um, but I did think Drew was my least favorite part of it. I didn't, I didn't like his character. I didn't like what he brought to it. Yeah, um, so I guess there's a whole family dynamic they keep building on each each movie, which is great. Yeah, but it didn't completely work for me. But overall. Um, it was better than I thought it would be. Yeah. So I'll give it a weak smile.
0: I did laugh at the, and it takes a lot for the minions to make me laugh because I'm just not a minions fan, but I did think it was pretty funny when they were in the um, talent show and they sang a uh, modern major general. Oh yeah. Uh, that was funny. So yeah. <laughs> um, and right around this time, if we're talking about ones that we didn't talk about last time, and I know we have very different opinions about this, but uh, it was when 47 Meters Down came out. And I, this is my idea of a fun popcorn, silly movie. I had a blast. I saw it twice in the theaters. I just, I guess I like shark movies. I'm a sucker for them. And I thought that it was so cool. This like conceit of these, this shark movie under the water. Cause usually you just see the little, you know, the, the, this thing. And that's all you see of the shark. And, uh, right. and so this like, I just, I thought it built, yes, the writing isn't that great. And yes, the acting isn't that great, but I don't go to a shark movie for great acting. I go for like tense situations and, and I thought what they did was some of the lighting and I thought the ending really worked. I thought it was cool and I don't, I really had fun with it and I, I, I know I'm in the minority, but I, I saw it twice and I walked out both times with a big smile on my face. I mean, really enjoyed it. So.
1: Yeah. And, and I think it's awesome that you enjoyed it. And I wouldn't, I would, uh, I'm not one of those people that uh, I find joy when somebody else hates a movie. Uh, like, I think it's awesome. You liked it. I didn't hate it. Like I was entertained by it. Uh, but I didn't think it was good necessarily. And it's actually 38 for me for the year. Um, um, mm-hmm which isn't great. 38 out of 44. Uh,
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember your list that you posted the other day. Right. And I, I I get it, but I don't know. For whatever reason, I just found it entertaining. I think
1: one of the things that I, I took issue with was it felt the dialogue. People are in the, in their uh, underwater suits the whole time. So you just hear them talking to each other through these like speakers or whatever. And it sounded like an animated movie. How they were talking, it sounded like they were speaking for an animated movie. Yeah, he, it natural for me, and that kind of was off-putting for me for the whole movie. And I really did not like what they did in the end.
0: You didn't like it? I thought it
1: was. I thought it was cheap what they did. And I, I almost yeah, saw. It I can coming, see it, but I did think it was cheap. I, I, did
0: it. Of course, I, I had see... been
1: a little spoiled before the.
0: Oh movie. really i
1: can see i could totally see
0: but for whatever reason i just i don't know i just thought it was fun
1: okay so we, well that's great
0: use the cliche i i did so um okay so we also had baby driver and uh yeah i i don't think i thought this was as much of a masterpiece as some people seem to think but i really had fun with it i really enjoyed it um it uh it's one of those movies that I feel like you can't really think about it very much because if you do, then you're, it starts to kind of fall apart. Like, how did they get away with that? And how did they, how did they get away with that? And how did that work? And if you start to think about it, then you're just like, it loses some of the fun of it. I didn't think the ending worked for baby driver. I I didn't really like either of the female characters. Uh, I didn't think that they, I thought one, you know, the Lily James character is just, she should be asking more questions <laughs> about this guy, I think. And she's just such a sort of, uh she was such a naive character, I guess. Uh and I so I didn't really buy the decision she makes in the end. Uh and then the other characters just sort of the kick butt kind of character. So they're both kind of bland, I thought, both of the female characters. But I thought it was edited super well. It was super entertaining. I thought the action scenes were really fun. The music was great. Uh it had great chemistry, everybody. I thought all the performances from all the guys were was really good uh it gets a little silly with john ham <laughs> towards the end but uh it was an entertaining movie i definitely give it a smile
1: okay um well this is definitely my favorite that we've talked about so far okay uh so you made me a little nervous with the stuff you were saying earlier <laughs> um i really don't have much to critique about this uh i i went with friends and they had their critiques of it but anything that they didn't like i thought was perfectly fine uh, this is number two for the year for me so far. Ah, okay. Um, I actually, I've seen it twice. Um, yeah, I just, especially the first couple of scenes of the movie, mm-hmm. just how, how perfect it fits with the music. This yeah. is, I read a little bit. Edgar Wright, um, he sent the cast the soundtrack for the movie before, like, like as they got the script, they got the soundtrack with it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which is, completely unconventional apparently quentin tarantino told him don't build your movie around the music you can't do that it doesn't work out you did it anyways and it worked perfectly for me there's so many subtle things that you don't even pick up on the first time like every little action it's in with the music and it's it's genius for me and i love scott pilgrim it's one of my favorite movies, uh, which was also an Edgar Wright film. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, it, it makes sense. Be, what I love this.
0: It can't be denied that about the music and the editing. It was flawless. Mm-hmm. It can't be denied. Yeah. It was really good, and and the heist stuff was very entertaining. I thought.
1: Yeah, and I get what you're saying about the characters, but I think I think this is a movie that veers away from realism, and it it kind of makes the characters one dimensional one dimensional, but it's in a way that works for me. It's almost yeah. like uh almost like a cartoon for me. I don't, I don't know how to describe it very well, but um, I loved what they did with Lily James and I love John Ham's uh, girlfriend. I can't remember her mm. name, okay. but um, yeah. there wasn't a character that I didn't think worked in this movie. Um, yeah. yeah I fun have fun nothing but film. praise to say about this. So I would, if you haven't seen it, please go see it because it's, So much fun, I think.
0: So this is our second double smiles.
1: Yeah, I think technically it's our third because I think we both gave pirates.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right. And
1: I gave it a weak smile. (laughs) Me too. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh all right. So then you had the house. Did you see this?
1: I didn't. It didn't get very good reviews, which I didn't have high expectations for this anyways. Yeah,
0: me either. So, okay. Uh, yeah. so then, uh, Spider-Man homecoming. Uh, so I thought this was very entertaining. I thought it was solid. I enjoyed it. I I think the hyperbole is a little strong on it, but, uh, I, I don't think it's the best Spider-Man movie ever made. I don't think it's like, I don't know. I enjoyed it, but it was solid. It was entertaining. Tom Holland was good. I thought that him and his friend were really had good, uh, chemistry together. Uh, I thought another movie, I thought the female characters were a miss. I thought they were very one note. Um, but, uh, Michael Keaton, I I don't think he's better than Loki. Like some people are saying, but he was good. He was entertaining as the villain. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there were some, I have some nitpicks about the action. It felt more like Iron Man action to me than Spider-Man. Like there was so little of him like swinging through this, like, I don't know. Uh, but I really liked Tony in this. I thought he was actually like, was sort of back to the old school Tony that we hadn't seen in a long time. He's been so like brooding and sad in the last like three movies that it was, it was sort of fun to see him back to his quippy self. Uh But it doesn't really make sense when you think about the end of civil war, like <laughs> it's a little confusing, but, but I don't care. It was entertaining. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, uh, and I think if I was a high school student, I would love it. So it was definitely a smile for me. Uh,
1: and, but yeah so yeah it's a smile for me as well i put this number seven for the year okay. um like what i was saying earlier about wonder woman how the ensemble kind of let me down it was the opposite for the well not the opposite but uh because i did like spider-man as well but i really like all of the side characters it sounds like you can love them all yeah but, i hated
0: uh, flash he was very annoying i thought okay I was very I mean he was annoying.
1: annoying but like he's supposed to be annoying right I don't There's know was too
0: annoying
1: <laughs> in a good way But I yeah. loved
0: Ned I thought Ned was awesome Ned's so,
1: so great Ned music is so movie.
0: good yeah
1: yeah Um but yeah it felt very different mm-hmm. from all the other Spider-Man movies which is good mm-hmm. Um because I feel like the other Spider-Man movies kind of got in a rut and I, I'm in the minority where Amazing Spider-Man 2 is actually my favorite Spider-Man movie. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people hate it. Um, but even, even though the last Spider-Man movie I loved, like I still like that this went in a completely different direction yeah. and it felt like a high school, uh, it felt like a high school almost comedy, action mm-hmm. comedy because the director, he, he pushed upon, uh, the kids who were, I just thought
0: Liz and Zendaya were both kind of flat.
1: Okay. Very yeah, weird
0: characters. I mean,
1: yeah, he like had them watch uh, like uh, Breakfast Club. Those type of movies um pretty in pink. Mm. Um so I think that's why we got that kind of feel for it or at least I did.
0: Yeah. I, did
1: um, I like Zendaya's character. Um But yeah, I would definitely recommend it. It had a it had a twist that I did not see coming. Uh, I don't know if you saw that coming, the the twist with Vulture.
0: Yeah, I, I thought it, I I wasn't as, I I thought it was sort of telegraphed in the trailer, but, um, but I still enjoyed it. It was definitely very chilling when he's in that car and, uh, that, that was very well done. I just don't think he's as good as Loki. I think people are saying,
1: no,
0: A little strong.
1: No, he's not. I I agree with that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um
0: but I liked him. He was great. And I, uh, you know, Michael Keane's always good in the role. And and uh, I'm excited to see where they go off from from here with uh with the Donald Glover character because that was sort of underused. Right. I'm curious to see what they'll do with him. And I, I, most important thing to me in this movie was Ned and Spider and Peter and Spider Man, and they were great. I have no complaints about yeah. it. Tom Holland was fabulous. Really good. So I enjoyed it. It's definitely, uh, uh, I, um, it's, it's definitely liked it way better than Guardians. That's for sure. Um,
1: yeah. And what did you think of that, uh, post credit scene? <laughs>
0: well, the first wow. one I was like confused by because I didn't understand okay. who that was, but I guess right. later on I realized that it was, um, I guess Scorpion. Right. Uh, but then like Captain America was so funny. <laughs> I love it. that was like my favorite joke throughout the whole movie was the Captain America stuff that made me laugh. Was yeah, really-
1: the best part, and I guess we're kind of spoiling this a little bit, but um, somebody that was with me is like, "Gosh, when are these trailer or, or when are these credits going to be over so we can go?" And then we get this PSA from Captain <laughs> oh, America talking about patience.
0: I really, <laughs> so yeah, was that was perfect. really funny. Um, okay, so let's move on. Uh, so we had um, War for the Planet of the Apes. And this is a movie I've kind of struggled with. I definitely Smile Worthy for sure. I definitely, it's in my top 15 of the year, but uh, I don't know. I've, I've been trying to figure out like, should I have it in my top 10? Should I have it in my top, uh, like where do I want to place it? Because I can't imagine watching it very much. Like it's so, like Dawn was so rewatchable and was so entertaining and I love it so much. And this was just so brutal to the characters. And it was so hard to watch, you know, these characters we love get beaten and, and treated this way. And and you do get vindication by the end. And there are moving moments. And it's extremely well made and extremely well done. And I admire them for making such a bold film. I just, I'm just trying to decide with myself how much that rewatchability comes into play in my choices. But it's definitely... Like I said, it's in my top 15. So I really liked it, but, um, it's brutal. It was a tough set. I thought.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> as far as rewatchability goes, um, I don't know if you know this, but in the first two weeks that it was out, I saw it three times.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> so I found it rewatchable and there were things I picked up on each time that I appreciated more and more. Um, it's my number one movie of the year. Mm. Um, so, but part of it is that I just really love this franchise, the new franchise I love it too. that is. Like, all, yeah, all three of the movies have been so good for me. It's, it's gotta be hands down my favorite trilogy of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just loved it. I, I, they did go an interesting direction with it that you wouldn't have expected, especially based on the, the title. It didn't feel like a war movie necessary, necessarily. Yeah. It felt more of like a prisoner movie, right? Um, but yeah, they did they did some great things that tied in. Um, just I guess uh, how people interact with the apes in the original movie, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. So I, I liked what they did with that. I liked the the resolutions that we got. Um,
0: and it's really kind of an Exodus story. I've only seen it once. Sorry, I, I think I really need to see it again um yeah. and so just to kind of cement my opinion about what i think but uh but yeah i it, it was some of the stuff was really hard to watch though to me like to see mm-hmm. basically caesar almost get crucified at a certain point that was tough to see him get beaten it was tough and because uh, i am so attached to these characters and maybe part of it too is i had seen i saw it in a marathon so i'd seen 1 2 and then 3 okay so I would, so i was pretty emotionally exhausted by you know sort of that and uh, so maybe i like it better if i'm just just watching that one as opposed to the whole thing altogether but uh, it was a very bold movie and i admire them they could have made that so much safer and made way safer more like commercially acceptable sort of choices and uh, but they chose to really do something bold and uh, i i really admire them for that and i thought that pretty much all the decisions worked. It was just such a draining (laughs) for me. I was like, so sad. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I think that's good sometimes. Yeah. I feel like I need that in these (laughs) sometimes. So I I thought it was a a, a correct way to go with the conclusion for this trilogy. And it did have like the very end scene I thought was perfect. I don't know how you felt about it. Oh, I loved it. I mean, it it was really good. It was beautiful it was heartbreaking it was everything it needed to be to when it kind of brings well.
0: yeah it kind of brings home that whole sort of moses feel to the movie
1: right exactly
0: you know because that's what happens to moses yeah, um, I just
1: got chills thinking about it like yeah. honestly
0: it has that um feel of blockbusters that we used to get uh that didn't feel as sort of corporate as many blockbusters feel now, like something like a Lawrence of Arabia or a Ben Hur or something like that, you know, to me. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was really good. And Woody Harrelson was so chilling and yet you saw like, uh, I think some reasons behind what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And um, so, all right. Uh, so yeah, we both, we both said, uh, oh, also, uh,
1: bad ape the new character. Yeah. So great. Like it, all three showings that I saw, the the audience was cracking up with things that bad ape did. Yeah. And it took me a while to realize that was his name, but he's bad. Ape. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I, I thought that what they did with the little girl worked, it's kind of becoming a little bit of a cliche that like every movie has like, the quiet little girl, you know, character. Right, and we kind of
1: got like Logan earlier this year. <laughs> yeah. so. but Even they, they didn't know that was the
0: Logan, of <laughs> it? But but it worked. It was good. That scene where she's feeding them is really moving and beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. She brings them
0: to the water. Uh, so yeah, I need
1: to see it a fourth time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know I need to see it again, uh, and I bet you know because right now I have it at like thirteen, I think, uh, in my okay. rankings but i've gone back and forth with it it's really hard um so uh okay um but that's a question of how much do i like it not do i like it i really like it um okay so then july 21st you had dunkirk and uh and this is actually in my top 10 and i think that i get it that this movie why this movie doesn't work for some people but to me this movie was like a reenactment uh, in, back home in Maryland, they do these like Civil War reenactments, and it's not about the characters; it's about the battle and reenacting the battle. And 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 I felt like that was sort of this—that's what this did in movie form. You just got to experience a battle, and I thought it was really cool. And uh, I thought that it was just so—you felt so real. I like this is not one I'd want to own on DVD or watch again, but it, it was—it was such a cool experience at the theater to me
1: yeah i it was definitely a cool experience for me i put this number eight for the year so
0: mm.
1: uh, is this the first one we both have in our top 10 <laughs> maybe <laughs> spider-man i don't know if that was in your top 10
0: no it's not in my top 10
1: yeah
0: yeah oh that's interesting uh yeah so it's at right now i have it at number eight for me too okay.
1: both eight yeah um,
0: year, so
1: yeah there's so much I liked about this. Um, what's interesting about the movie is you don't really get the character names. There's one character name, like George, is the one name that we heard a lot. But other than that, you're not knowing necessarily the names of the characters, but it doesn't matter because you are experiencing what they're going through. It feels like you're exactly, like in the scene where they're in that um ship that's been washed upon the shore and it's filling up with water, you feel like you're in that with them you the decided I I um, and i felt like the score added so much to this movie it had an intensity from the very start of the movie that continued on and usually that's that's a, a shift we get in the score like maybe uh like an hour into it like this type of movie but It it almost felt like this was a longer movie and they cut out the exposition for the first forty five minutes and just got straight to the action, which I appreciated with the film. It just Um, felt like a
0: clock, the score. It felt like yeah. It was really good. Yeah, it
1: was so intense and it and it made you feel like anxious and invested right from the start. Um, There's yeah. three different timelines, which I thought worked really well. It took me a little while to figure out what was going on there, but I really liked what happened with that. So I really don't have anything negative to say about this. Movie.
0: And I think if it had been longer, I think they were so smart to make it the length that it was because I think that that technique, it would have maybe started to get a little boring. It would have started to get a little bit frustrating to not know the characters more, but I think at the length that it was, it just worked as this sort of experience at the theater and it was really cool. So, yeah, I agree with you there. I actually have Apes at 11. Uh, I look at my thing. So, pretty pretty high.
1: Yeah, that's good. Um, But yeah, I I wouldn't have expected to like this movie as much because um, I thought it was going to be a war movie and it's not, it doesn't feel like a war movie to me. Do you know? Yeah. It's not even a successful, like, it's not an, a successful battle. It's yeah. it's all about something that didn't go well. Yeah. Um, and how how normal people come to the rescue. Like the heroes are people who live in in uh, the UK and they're just helping out these people who are in the time of need. So I just I really liked everything about it.
0: So, yeah, it's really good. Um So the next one that opened that weekend is Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. And I actually really liked this movie. I thought it was a fun ride. Uh, I thought that uh, it, of course, it was very visually immersive. We knew that going into it. Uh, but a lot of the stuff that people have complained about for whatever reason, it just didn't bother me. Uh I, don't, I didn't think that, uh, some people are saying it's really confusing and convoluted. I didn't feel that way. I felt like it was just, basically two detectives looking into this, uh, you know, into this case and, you know, they find clues all along the way. I actually liked Rihanna's role. I thought that it was good. I, I thought that, um, had some heart to it. I liked, uh, the scene where they're, uh, it had some things I've never seen before, which was really cool. Uh, I, I, I liked the scene where they're in that hologram, uh, market. That was super cool. I thought. And, um, I don't know, I just enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining. So smile-worthy for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. I put this number 13 for the year. I did have really high expectations. War and this were the two movies I was uh, most looking forward to for the summer. So it wasn't like my second favorite movie of the summer, Mm -hmm. but I still really enjoyed it. Visually, it was so good. Um, I thought, yeah, they had some interesting things that we haven't seen in a movie. So that worked for me. Um, my biggest issue was with Valerian himself. Just the character they were trying to portray him as just didn't work with the actor. Like they yeah. were trying to make him this like womanizing ladies man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and he's just so like small framed and not the most attractive guy. So it just didn't, it, it wasn't believable for me. Yeah. And, it probably
0: would have worked better for like a Chris Pratt or somebody like that. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And but the you- chemistry between the two leads uh it didn't work completely for me um i wasn't buying that he was so desperate to marry this girl it felt kind of cheesy but that was one of my only complaints so yeah. i really I, enjoyed it most i more heard somebody
0: more. say they should have gotten the passengers cast in valerian instead, <laughs> and that's so true like jennifer lawrence that yeah. would have been so good but oh, yeah. uh but I still, like I said, I still enjoyed it. I think uh, it's one of my, I would say, more underrated picks of the summer. I, I think, okay. wish people had given it a shot because yeah, it was an entertaining ride, and um, uh, so I, it's actually yeah. at number 19 for me.
1: Uh, okay. Of the yeah, year. I just wish it was more popular so we could get a sequel because I don't exactly. know if it's going to a sequel at this rate.
0: Because I think that that they, they could improve it. They've got all the world building down. They could, they could fix those little things that weren't as good right uh, and um,
1: yeah and and i do agree Rihanna's character bubble uh is it bubble or bubbles i think it's just like bubble
0: that.
1: yeah uh, yeah i i loved bubbles so much yeah
0: she was good yeah, yeah. okay uh so next was girl's trip i didn't see this do you see it heard good things
1: i did yeah um maybe like the hardest i've ever laughed at a movie in the theater ah. it was so funny yeah it's so profane and crude. So if you can get past that, which it's not for everybody, I, I wouldn't recommend this to you. But if that's something that doesn't bother you in a movie necessarily, um, I think that you would love this movie. Uh, so I'd recommend this highly because it's oh, so on. funny. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, I mean, I don't think she has a lot of experience in film, but she's going to be the next big thing. Mm -hmm. um she was she was one of the one of the characters that um she just had all of the funny lines all the funny moments well not all of them but she had most of them uh i thought all four of the of the women in this they all brought something really great to the film queen latifah probably was the weakest for me but um it, it just was so good um and i think part of what added to it was we had such a reactionary audience. Um, Like our, our audience was like 75% black women. So Mm -hmm. they were really feeling it. And then my group of friends, we were really feeling it as well. So it it was just a great experience. And uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I put this number six for the year.
0: I forgot to say my favorite comedy of the summer is definitely the big sick. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to see this yet, but uh it was so funny so uh, at least i loved it it's my third favorite of the year uh, i just thought it had such warmth and such great performances and it's a true story and uh, i thought it was i thought it was funny and i don't know i just really enjoyed it so that was my favorite comedy yeah
1: i i enjoyed it too yeah that one i have at 23 for the year which i mean that may sound bad to people but i still uh mm-hmm. enjoyed it um, i thought it was pretty unique as yeah. far as um what we see lately with comedies so i, I enjoyed a lot of it um
0: yeah it and just, i think some yeah. of it coming from a, a a very religious like family and and i think so, i related to some of those themes as well like he made, oh, yeah. he made me to deal with that i thought that was really true it felt it felt emotionally true
1: same i i completely relate to it um yeah, yeah. there's so, so much i relate to with him
0: yeah. So, okay, uh, then we had July 28th, Atomic Blonde. I did not see this. Did you see it?
1: I did see this. Um, yeah, I didn't have high expectations for this. It, it, it was good. It's not my kind of movie, so that's mm. that's where I have an issue with it, if anything. I mean, I can't really say that it was a bad movie. Um, I'm just not big on movies that are, like, constant action like that. Um but yeah, it, it really wasn't bad. I liked the soundtrack. I liked kind of the blue tint to the film. Um, I would probably put this like a a weak crown. Uh, I have it thirty two for the year, okay. but that really just comes to personal preference. Um, I think other people who like that kind of movie, if you like, if you if you like Bond films, like I like I like some Bond films, but they're not my favorite. But if you like that kind of movie, you'll probably like this.
0: Okay. Uh, So then uh, we we had just one more film that we talked about last time, which was The Dark Tower. And I thought this was a huge miss. I thought this was so incompetently made confidently edited I thought it looked terrible. I thought the special effects, I thought Matthew McConaughey was razzy worthy. I thought he was terrible. And like the book is so fun. The way it like builds tension between the man in black and uh, the gunslinger. And they have like a real rivalry. You didn't get any of that feeling at all. And like the whole it like, I think I would have liked this. Uh, to me this felt very Warcrafty. I would have been so confused if I hadn't read the book. And it and uh, like as far as what the lore was with the Dark Tower, and I don't know. I just thought it was. I thought it was really bad. Like you go to these different different worlds, and you're like, why are we here? What are we trying to get here? I have no idea. Who are these people? We're supposed to care when they die, but we've just met them. So like, why are we supposed to care? And I, I frown. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, we're definitely on the same page. This is actually where I, ha- the movie I've ranked the lowest of anything we've talked about. I yeah. put it at 41. It's um, really bad. Yeah, I just saw it, and it was a chore for me to stay awake through it. Yeah. And it, I just thought the dialogue, everything about it was really cheesy. It, I didn't care about the characters at all. Um, I thought the little boy was probably one of the best actors, which is pretty sad considering how well-established these other actors are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a big letdown. Um, I was kind of interested when I first started seeing the trailers. I started losing interest eventually, but yeah, it was not good. And
0: Idris Elba was good, but, uh, in a way that makes it even worse because they wasted a good Idris Elba performance. So I can't give it credit for that. And I just, I just thought it looked like a cheap TV movie.
1: Yeah, well, I I don't know if I would go that far. I remember specifically there were certain scenes where I thought visually it looked really good, um, but overall it felt like uh, I felt like the host, which I hated. That yeah, the host was so bad. Yeah, it felt like about on par with that quality. Oh, so,
0: yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so there's just a couple other quick ones we talked about. Um, so. Hold on. Uh, so Detroit, you just saw that today, huh?
1: I did. Yeah, I saw that earlier, um, and I went to a theater like you saw. I I don't remember which movie. Uh, where they brought oh, the food The Lux
0: Theater. Yeah, yeah.
1: We had recliners. So they brought food out to us. Um, wow, that was that was a very intense movie. Yeah. Um, it it almost felt like a horror movie at certain parts. Um, it just it just left you like your heart hurting like you had so much empathy for these people that went through this excruciating situation um Catherine Bigelow I think she's a great director yeah um she really knows how to take these moments in history and really put you inside them and really experience what these people went through so I thought it was stunning Mm -hmm. I haven't ranked it yet for the year but it's definitely going to be hot for me
0: Yeah. It's in my top 10. I really debated about this one. Should I see it? Should I not see it? Because I knew that it had, it was a pretty strong R rated uh, content. It was pretty brutal, but I finally decided, you know, like there's certain movies that I feel like are historically important and you can learn something from it. And so like I, I think it's worth it. And I had enough friends and enough people tell me that it was worth it. So I, I decided to go see it and I really, I feel like it actually wasn't, maybe I just built it up too much in my mind, but it it was super violent. Don't get me wrong. But like, I feel like it was all kind of clinical. Like it didn't, Um, like I hated with a passion, the movie, the glass castle, I thought it was terrible. And that movie like has violent scenes that like, they try to emotionally like manipulate you and twist you. And, uh, and that's not the case. I don't think with Detroit, like it's very, it feels almost like you're watching a documentary in a way. And, Mm -hmm. and, and even though it is very, very brutal, I don't know. It just, I felt like I, I felt like I could kind of absorb it and learn something from it. And it wasn't as like, like I hated Martin's, the Martin's just silence and that, that movie. Like I saw I, there's a certain kind of emotional manipulation that I really, really hate. And I didn't feel like this movie did it. I felt like this movie uh, treated me with more respect than those yeah. films. So I, I, it's like I said, it's number 10 for me for the year, uh, but I've really struggled like kind of where to where to rank it because it's hard when you're doing a ranking because they're all so different. Like how do you rank the big sick versus Detroit? Like they're so different.
1: It's really <laughs> right. hard. Yeah. yeah. And this, I think this will be hard for me to rank as well. I mean, I know it will be high, but this is kind of like how war for the planet of the apes was for you. Like I, yeah. this would be hard to rewatch. Right. Um, just because it's really heavy and like, uh, but, but I, yeah. I thought it was so good.
0: If I was going to nitpick, my only real nitpick is, um, I I I don't know if they needed to go to the courtroom scene. I I almost feel like we could have just ended with them sort of walking away and and uh, but and I didn't think that John Krasinski was very good. I just didn't buy him in the role. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. But, that, when yeah. he came out, all of my friends laughed because we're used to Jim from The Office. So.
0: Yeah, and I I I liked him in um uh, Thirteen Hours. So he can. I've seen him in. I don't know he just didn't fit that that character. I didn't think.
1: Yeah, didn't I arc. do. I do think the courtroom scene uh was necessary for the story they were trying to tell um the lack of justice that went on sorry if that's a spoiler um right. but I do think it was necessary for for what they're trying to tell us about um civil rights issues that happened then and that are happening now so um okay yeah I thought it worked
0: um and then Uh, we maybe want to talk a little bit about uh, Logan Lucky. Uh, Have you seen this yet? I have not. I loved it. Like I I feel like almost everybody else is more sort of, it was fine kind of. And I'm like, it was so funny. I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm definitely, I feel like I'm higher on it than most people, but I grew up in kind of a redneck town. And so I really, I just thought they nailed it, that kind of humor and sort of this like redneck oceans 11. And I, I just thought it was really funny. It kind of reminded me of like Talladega nights or that kind of like humor. It, it's, I, I thought that all the actors were great. I, uh, there's a couple cameos that I could have done without Seth McFarlane. I didn't really like, uh, and it kind of has, has this weird sort of ending. Um, that I didn't really work for, they could have ended it sooner and I think it would have worked better, but I, I just walked out of it. There's was a big smile on my face, having laughed a lot and having had a good time. So I enjoyed
1: it. Good. I might have to check it out then.
0: Yeah. I rate it at number 12. Okay. Wow. So
1: yeah, that is pretty good.
0: Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then Annabelle creation. I've not seen.
1: Yeah. So I saw that, that this past Tuesday. Um, I enjoy the whole Conjuring universe, but I did not like the first Annabelle. I thought it was really bad, but uh, this was a huge improvement from it. Um, there are people like who really love it. I'm not on, on that level with it, but I thought it had some good scares um, and it added a lot to um, the connectedness of uh, the whole universe. I put this, let me see where I put this. I put this at twenty for the year, so that's pretty good. Okay. Um, so I'd recommend it if you like horror. Um.
0: Yeah, I've heard I've heard good things. That's a fun little horror movie. I I've been too scared to watch any of the Conjuring movies, I, yeah. but I need to. I I know they're good, but anyway. Well, the
1: first one's the best by far. I saw that three times in the theater. <laughs>
0: <coughs> um. Okay. So then, last, uh, we'll talk about the uh, uh, one of the stinkers was the Emoji movie. Uh, the emoji movie, I have to say, I think that, I just, I think it's just a mediocre animated film. I, I've definitely seen worse animated films in my life than the emoji movie, but like, it's definitely, um, it's definitely really bad. It's not a good movie. It's, it's my third from the worst for the year. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's really kind of, it makes you feel sort of, sick the way that they're like marketing these apps to kids and they just get like the whole sort of personality of teenagers completely wrong in the way that they use social media and the way that they use texting and it's a very cynical movie actually and mm-hmm. uh it's not funny i think and it just feels super derivative uh so i think particularly people that have seen a lot of movies are gonna walk away being like oh uh whereas like if you go to three, four movies a year, I can picture going to see the emoji movie and being like, Oh, that was cute. Um yeah. but it it feels so derivative of Wreck It Ralph and and Minions and Inside Out and I mean just the list is, is super long. And uh it's it's just kinda it's just a bad movie. So uh but yeah, unfortunately. This year in animation has yeah. just been really bad. But
1: um and- I didn't see it and uh see I go to a movie every Tuesday with friends and I actually uh went to Florida for vacation um yeah a week or two ago and I specifically scheduled this for when I was on vacation <laughs> so my friends to it and nobody went to see it, but uh yeah, I didn't yeah. have that much desire, especially when the reviews came out and it was getting torn apart. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so my best of the summer, uh is I love this documentary called Step. That's my favorite movie of the year. But uh, as far as mainstream, well, as far as, so Wonder Woman, so Step, Wonder Woman, The Big Sick, uh, and then I have a bunch of other indies, uh, but then um, Dunkirk, uh, Detroit, uh, War for the Mind of Apes, Logan Lucky, Captain Underpants, those are all in my top 15 of the year. Um, And then uh, my worst of the summer. Um, I King Arthur, Lady Macbeth. I really didn't like that. That was an indie. I really didn't like that. Um, gifted. I didn't like the book of Henry. I was so bad. (laughs) You have to, it kind of has to, you have to see it to believe it. Like it's just so like, it's so bizarre. It's, it's, it is sort of on that so bad it's good kind of territory because there's nothing more funny than like a, a bad movie. That's sincere. And it's taking yourself completely seriously and thinks it's like an Oscar winning movie. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. Uh, uh, like I, I would way rather watch The Book of Henry than Transformers. Uh, because, uh, it, it's just, it's so, it's so bad. Anyway, uh, <laughs> then, yeah, the Transformers, The Dark Tower, Emoji Movie, uh, and The Glass Castle. I just, I hated The Glass Castle. Um, I just, I thought that the thing I hated so much about it is that I felt like they were, I felt like he was such an awful person and an awful father and it's not like a survival story. It's not like room or something like that where this person is surviving this awful thing. I felt like he then became sort of the moral voice of the story. Like he's the one giving her lectures about how to live her life and how she, and I'm like, you did not earn that. You did not earn him telling her how to live her life and judging her as an adult. And that really bothered me. And, uh, I, I felt like, you know, at the end we're toasting him and he's just been this horrible person. And I I just felt like they were asking us to embrace this terrible person as this free thinker. And this, like, it really made me mad. I hated it. Uh, I was, I was so angry after I saw this movie. I'm not kidding. I was like shaking. I was so upset because it just made me so angry that like, these, these kids were put through this horrible thing and that they were asking us to celebrate the life of this horrible human being. And uh, so that to me, that's worse than just like a bad movie is one that like offends me. It makes me okay. angry.
1: So. so that was your least favorite of the summer?
0: Yeah, it's my least favorite of the year. I hated it.
1: <laughs> okay, wow.
0: Um... Just, so <laughs> even though it has no. good performances and stuff, like when you offend me like that, then uh, then that's like the worst thing you can do.
1: Okay, makes sense. I'll run through kind of like you just did. Yeah, so top for me, War for the Planet of the Apes, then Baby Driver, um, Girl Strip, Spider-Man Homecoming, Dunkirk, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Those are all in my top 10 for the year. Then I have Wonder Woman, Rough Night, Valerian. uh, The Little Hours, which you would hate. You would hate, but I thought it was really funny. What's it called? The Little Hours. It's about... um, It's about a convent of nuns. Um, it's very offensive. It's very, yeah, it's uh, okay. crude. It, it, yeah. Sounds it, good. But um, if you like raunchy comedies, then you would like it. Um, so, yeah, also, I, I do, I did have Lady Macbeth pretty high. I can see why you didn't like it, but I yeah. thought it was good. Um, the Beguiled, I have pretty high as well.
0: Uh, yeah, the Beguiled I have at – I was disappointed in it. I have it at 42 on my list. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I, I like, liked it a lot.
0: Yeah, I felt like it was very well made, very pretty. Uh, but I felt that all of the women, to me, felt the same. And I oh, guess really? maybe I'm i am biased because I've seen the original. And I okay. feel like the original, they're really different. And I feel like the original creates tension so much better uh, than this. And I just found her choices kind of befuddling. But uh um but I can see why you liked it. It's not a horrible movie. I just uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's very yeah. well made, so
1: yeah, it is well made. Um yeah, so that and then Annabelle Creation, I have all of those in my top twenty. Um I do want to mention one that I just yeah, missed in the top twenty. Um it comes at night. Did you see that?
0: I did not. I heard about it.
1: Yeah, it it's it's really good. It's very frustrating at the same time because it's a movie that Leave so many unanswered questions, but mm-hmm. it's a good horror movie that doesn't totally feel like a horror movie, uh, so I would recommend that. Yeah. So, yeah, those were some of my favorites of the summer. Yeah, if we're
0: including indie movies, I really liked uh, an anime film called A Silent Voice, and then a small, very small, one man made animated film called The Girl Without Hands that I thought was really beautiful. And I, I, I guess this came out in, like, April, but I loved Personal Shopper with uh, Kirsten Stewart. I thought it was really great. And uh, and I also really – it's in my top ten for the year. I really liked this nutty Indian Bollywood film or Tollywood film called Bahubali 2, the <laughs> conclusion. It was really fun. And um, I also really liked a movie called Keddie, this documentary about these cats in Istanbul. I want to
1: see that? It was really fun.
0: It was really, really cute, really cute. And uh, so, yeah. I, I overall, would you say, do you like this this season or this summer better than last uh, last summer, or do you think worse?
1: Oh yeah, I think I like it better than last summer. Um, 2015 was a strong summer for me, but yeah, 2016 wasn't the best for me. So yeah. yeah.
0: 2016, it was like almost every blockbuster disappointed me. Uh yeah. Civil War, I liked Finding Dory, mm-hmm. I liked. There were a few, but for the most part, they were just it just felt like I went to one disappointing screening after another mm-hmm. after another. So th- I think this is much better. I think the superhero movies have been way better. Oh yeah. Uh, it just animation has been lame. Uh that's the the one downside if you don't go to these indies. It's been pretty rough, but Yeah. Anyway.
1: Um, yeah, and if if I can talk about the movies that I was not crazy about this summer. Real oh, quickly. yeah, please, please. Um, I'll start with Atomic Blonde. I, I wasn't super impressed with. Cars 3, it was good, but um, not really for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember. Did the Belko experiment come out in the spring or the summer?
0: Uh, I can't remember. But I that's in your bottom. In the spring,
1: but it was disappointing. Yeah. Then The Mummy... I'm going progressively lower here. Okay. Um, 47 meters down. um, The Dark Tower. But then actually my least favorite movie of the summer. It's a very unpopular opinion for me because critics love it. Um, I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. but (laughs) A ghost story. I I hated it. Hated it. it. I felt insulted, honestly. Okay. Yeah. I felt like the director was trying to do things that were so unique and artistic. And like, there are things that do not work conventionally. And it was insulting to me that you can put this out and say, Hey, this is quality when it's really just crap for me. Um,
0: it's definitely a very artsy fartsy movie. It's not going to yeah. be for everyone. That's for sure. Um, I, have you ever seen Terrence Malick movies like *Tree of Life*? Or mm-hmm. I love like *Tree that? of Life*. Okay, I, I felt like it was kind of felt like a Terrence Malicky kind of movie where it's like more about sort of the art than like a narrative. But yeah. it's certainly not as good as the good Terrence Malick movies. Right. Um, I gave I gave it a B because I thought I admired a lot of what they did, but I agree with you that I that, like I'm not as high on it as. Um, as a lot of people seem to be able. I have a number of friends who were like very like emotional and crying and it really like moved them. Wow. And yeah. Uh, and I, I definitely didn't get that from it, yeah. but I gave, Can you imagine
1: rewatching it.
0: N- no, I have it at 35 in okay. my list. Um, but I, yeah, it's just a weird movie. It's a very weird movie. It's a very weird movie. So I can yeah, I
1: mean there is little literally, literally a five minute pie eating scene, yeah, and it doesn't even feel like it feels like she's acting as she's eating that pie, like how she's eating it, it's so unnatural, like I yeah. didn't buy it, and he says that's his proudest achievement as a director is that scene, yeah, that people, hmm. that people are eating it up like she ate up that pie,
0: <laughs> yeah, my friends <laughs> like it was such like a moving experience for them, and they. They thought about like how you're clinging on to material possessions and you have to let that stuff go and, and, and your legacy and all this stuff. And I don't know, like I admired it as an art piece, but uh, I definitely, I, I'm more on your side than on their side.
1: Okay. (laughs)
0: But uh, I guess maybe a B was probably on the generous side, but I I thought it was, I don't know. It was just one of those ones you kind of keep thinking about and like, what are they trying to say? And,
1: yeah. Uh, I but, mean, there uh, were things that worked for it. I think the second half of the movie was significantly better than the first half, but I was just done with it. Yeah. At that point with how slow it was, and it didn't feel like it was slow for any good reason.
0: Yeah. So that would be your overrated of the year, then, probably. Yeah. Uh, my overrated would probably be, um, uh, I, I, Actually, I mean, this wasn't the summer, but my overrated is probably split. I didn't care for it at all. I really didn't like how this, like, this whole sort of subplot of the girl getting raped by her uncle, like, that that sort of, like, prepared her to deal with this situation. I didn't like that. I didn't like the way that they portrayed, like, mental illness and... And uh, and uh, multiple personality disorders, you know, as being this like scary thing, and that's such a cliche. And I thought the performances were good, but I'm just not a fan of M. Night Shyamalan. I just, I, I, I don't. Other people like are really rooting for this guy and they really like him, but I really, I like the Sixth Sense, but I don't yeah. love it like people do. Um, but pretty much all, I'm just not a fan of his style. I just don't like it. So I mean, he's then,
1: hit or miss. But the, the twist, I, never, I liked it. it.
0: The twist did nothing for me because I'm not that big a fan of Unbreakable. And so it's not like I was like, ooh, I'm so excited. Oh, Unbreakable. Um, and, uh, it worked
1: for me, the twist, did. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, another one that I thought I think is pretty overrated is Kong Skull Island. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that that was just very mediocre. I thought the acting, the, the characters. I, thought, I felt like every character felt like they were in a different movie uh that you know like one was in like an revenge piece and the other was in like an adventure piece and the others you know what was in like a military you know war film and it was just all i just didn't think it was i thought that the lizard creatures looked really bad and uh yeah so those would probably be my overrated of the year i think
1: yeah i mean i i love it's actually my third favorite of the year
0: and Marvel it's like
1: yeah, it's not third best for the, for the year for me, but just personal enjoyment. I liked it. I like King Kong. So I knew that I would like it before it even came out. And sure, it's personal bias, but it worked for me. Cool. Um, so yeah,
0: that's good. <laughs> uh, and I, I'd say if I was going to say something underrated, I would say. That I think that four to seven meters down is a little underrated. I because I thought that was just an entertaining little movie. I get the flaws. Um, what else do I? What else do I think is a little underrated? I I think Valerian is a little underrated.
1: It is. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. that mean, I other think
1: one. the most underrated for the year for me probably would be Table Nineteen. Mm. Yeah, you saw that.
0: I didn't care for it. So, oh, but, oh, but, uh, but yeah, you liked it.
1: Yeah, I thought it was, like, one of the best of that genre that I've seen in years, honestly. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't wait to watch it again. I thought
0: that Lisa Kudrow and Craig Robinson were really good in it, and I wish the whole movie had been about them. I thought they were they were the saving grace of the film for me.
1: Okay, I liked everybody. Everybody worked for me. Um, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think my favorite character, shoot, I can't remember her name now. Um, she was in Nebraska.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I loved her. She was pretty fun. She's just great. Uh, June Squid.
0: Yeah. Squid. Oh, another one that I actually think is a little underrated is, um, is the Smurf's Lost Village movie. I <laughs> I actually thought it was like really well animated. It has some problems, but overall I thought it was entertaining. And I, I, th- I certainly think it's better than a 33% that it's at in Rotten Tomatoes. I, I thought that, it was very beautifully animated, and I think it—it it tried. It really tried hard.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, I haven't seen it, but I thought it looked a lot better than the live-action ones.
0: Way better, way yeah. better. But uh, anyway, uh, it's—it didn't work with a lot of critics, so oh well. But anyway, well, that's been so fun to talk about these films with you. Yeah. And uh, it's been, I, for me, I, I would definitely agree with you that I think this summer has been much better than last summer. So,
1: mm-hmm. yay. <laughs> yay. Hopefully, this fall is good. I know there's quite a few movies that I'm really looking forward to this fall. So,
0: yeah, we'll see me too. Those. I'm most excited for, obviously, Last Jedi, but I'm really excited for The Greatest Showman.
1: I'm oh, yeah, really that looks that. good. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to Kingsman: The Golden Circle. I love the first one. Um, you're probably not excited about this, but I can't wait to see it. It looks so good. It looks so creepy. <laughs> they
0: have been very good trailers. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll, I'll I'll build up my courage.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the new Thor movie looks like uh, it looks like it could be the best Thor movie, yeah. just based on the trailers. It looks like they're going more of a Guardians uh, direction with this one so i'm excited about that
0: i'm really excited i i because i love taika waititi the director i've liked mm-hmm. every movie i've seen of his and i love i love thor i love chris hemsworth as thor i uh, he's probably my favorite even though the movies aren't the best he's probably my favorite of the avengers
1: okay and, yeah, fair i really enough. think he's charming no, but, what do you think what do you think about coco are you looking forward to that
0: I am, of course. It's Pixar, so of course I'm going to look forward to it. Uh, I'm a little nervous about it, to be honest. Uh, I feel like I feel like I've seen enough Disney movies to know when they're sort of nervous about a film and when they're like super confident about a film. And just like I feel like I feel like they would be marketing it more, that they would be putting out the music, that they would be pumping it because there's no one who can do hype more than Disney. And I don't know. I'm just. I'm just nervous. I I feel like them adding this Frozen short to the top, kind of 22-minute Frozen short that was going to be on TV, it's like they had to have a reason to do that. You know, They had to be nervous about it in order to... They either had to be nervous about the people weren't going to go see the movie, so they add this Frozen thing to it, or they'd be nervous that it's not very good, and so we have to add this Frozen thing to it. I'm hoping that... I think it will be good. I, I mean, I, I, I haven't hated any Pixar movies, actually, so I'm sure I'll like it on some level. But right. uh, I'm just trying to moderate my expectations uh, because, I don't know, there's just a few things that make me nervous. I did not like the last trailer. I thought it was really weird and poorly done. And so I'm nervous about it. I wanted to be good, though, yeah. so bad.
1: Well, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I mean, I love the Book of Life. I don't know yeah. if you saw that. Of course you saw that. Um, <laughs> but it feels like it feels like a rehashing of the Book of Life, um, t- which I don't think is necessary. But um, I'm optimistic just because it's Pixar. But otherwise, I probably wouldn't be too intrigued by it.
0: I mean, I think that with the whole Book of Life, like the characters are very different. I mean, this is about a yeah. little boy going into the afterlife, whereas the Book of Life is about a grown man uh and sure. you know seeking after him, his love.
1: More. Yeah um, yeah good point.
0: But uh but and both both of the creative teams behind both projects have been very like supportive of each other and everything. So I I get that but but I I I just I can see that complaint and and, and uh I I hope that it'll get people to watch the Book of Life because it's a really yeah. good movie yeah. and underrated uh but um uh but yeah i don't know i just i just feel like they would be promoting it more if they really so maybe maybe i don't think it'll be a big bomb like the good dinosaur was but i don't know i just feel like why would you add this 22 minute short uh frozen short if you were if you were super confident in your product
1: yeah but i i mean the product itself can only do so much i think that Pixar fans are so used to seeing sequels mm-hmm. and that's what they're really going to. And yeah, I mean, uh, Inside, Out, Inside Out wasn't a sequel and it did really well. But um, maybe they're just nervous that people won't necessarily be excited to go see it because they don't know the characters yet.
0: Yeah, and it's not like it has a... a Like the voice actors are, are, are well-known, like Benjamin Brad or somebody like that. But like, mm-hmm. not like... With Finding Dory, you had Ellen pumping the movie twenty four seven on a show. Like you had, right. and you know the Toy Story movies. You have Tom Hanks, you have Tim Allen, you have these huge names. Uh, and it's not like it has something like that. So that may be also sort of why they decided to add Frozen. Is it just sort of a big name that they needed right. to kind of draw people to the theater? Uh, and because people love, I mean, a lot of people still love Frozen, especially little kids. So mm-hmm. I, that's my hope is because. Actually, at D23, they had a whole panel on the Frozen Short. I actually think it's going to be really charming, really cute. Uh, And, like, it's not just a throwaway. They actually wrote, I think, five songs for it. Like, Uh uh, and uh, it seems like they're actually trying to make it pretty good. And uh, so I think that that's my hope is that they just added it to it to get more, you know, butts in the seat. But, yeah, uh, not because they're not like not confident in it
1: yeah uh, but who knows
0: big. who knows uh <laughs> no. it'll it'll at least be beautiful we know that from pixar <laughs> true. so Very true. uh but yeah that's one of my uh the greatest showmen uh kong skull island uh and i'm really looking forward to murder on the orient express uh kong I,
1: skull island
0: did i say that i meant yes. um I meant, uh, Thor. What was wrong? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thor, the dark, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, um, I, <laughs> we're talking too long. Uh, murder on the Orning express. I'm really looking yeah. forward to you. I, the cast, I really like the novel. It's a lot of fun. And I feel like we don't get like detective stories right. all that often like that. It'll be fun.
1: Yeah. I'm not, a, uh, I'm not familiar with the story. Um, like I know my friends know how it ends already, but, um, I think the trailer is really compelling. It's pretty simple, um, but it really made me excited to see it. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, where can people, uh, where can people find you?
1: Uh, You can find me in film freaks uh, on Facebook, that Facebook group. Um, I was doing a survivor podcast. I don't know if we'll do that again with the next season that's coming out, but yeah, you can just uh, find me at film freaks for now
0: great i'll have a link to that in the description section you should check it out and uh, thanks for joining me this is a lot of fun talk about yeah uh, talk about movies enjoy it so uh we will uh, we will get together maybe at the end of the fall and talk about it talk about uh what we liked then
1: sounds good okay